0: Alabama Congressman Barry Moore finally gets time to interact with Special Counsel John Durham this week about the investigation he did into the FBI. Durham was at a hearing of the House Judiciary Committee on Wednesday.
1: Did, did the dossier come from President Trump's political opponents? It was funded by uh, the Clinton campaign um, and the and the DNC. Um, uh, so in that, that degree, yes, it came f- that's how it was paid for. Collusion. Mr. Durham, is that, is that what you call sobering? Would that be sobering to you? But sobering t- uh, to me in connection with this investigation is the FBI, the people who were involved in the Crossfire Herd, Kane investigation, ignoring exculpatory information, uh, discarding information that was inconsistent with the investigative uh, narrative, with using information, in this instance from the Steele dossier, to establish probable cause to electronically surveil a United States citizen who happened to be a a Naval Academy graduate. Those things uh, are Are sobering to me. I would agree with that.
0: Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville releases a video that includes two women athletes. Tuberville had two female college swimmers in his Senate office in Washington, D.C., Riley Gaines and Kylie Alons, in order to endorse Tuberville's bill. The senator's legislation would define biological sex within Title IX so as to prohibit transgender athletes from competing in women's programs.
1: But we're here today to let everybody know that we need to push for women only in women's sports and not biological
0: men or boys. That's the reason we're here, because it's unfair,
1: it's unsafe, and it's downright wrong.
0: Speaking of Riley Gaines, she was on Capitol Hill earlier this week at the same time of the Durham hearings. Gaines was taking part in a panel at a Senate committee hearing on LGBTQ civil rights. One of the Democrat witnesses, Kelly Robinson, was answering a question from Louisiana Senator John Kennedy when Riley Gaines was brought into the conversation. You don't believe
1: that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I I don't think. How how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this
0: news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, And it's just not the case. She is stronger than that. What's
1: your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus
0: lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and
1: in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week, without trying.
0: A schedule of the Alabama Permanent Legislative Committee on reapportionment has been released. The committee will hold their first meeting next week to start the process of redrawing the congressional district boundaries here in the state. They are doing so to comply with a case that was before the U.S. Supreme Court. State lawmakers have until July 21st to redraw the congressional maps so that there are two majority minority voter districts. The committee will also be holding public hearings on June 27th as well as July 13th. A special Alabama legislative session for all state lawmakers is expected to be held in July to address this issue, especially since judges who will review the new congressional plans want to do so this coming August 14th. The First United Methodist Church of Montgomery is still exploring the option to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church denomination, despite a recent rule change to make that process harder. A meeting was held this week among the members of the Montgomery congregation to discuss the issue after a vote to begin the discernment process was held and passed back in May among the church's administrative board. The church will now have to make a statement of eligibility that is unanimously approved by church pastors and elders and is then submitted to the UMC denominational leadership. Just last week, the Alabama-West Florida Conference approved this new rule as well as voted to disallow about 200 clergy who have disaffiliated from the UMC from receiving retirement benefits. The whole process of disaffiliation must be done by December of this year for congregations to retain control over their church property. A large multi-agency drug bust that happened in the Florida panhandle was having a ripple effect in the Wiregrass region of Alabama. Operation Agua Azul wrapped up a 20-month investigation into illegal drug trafficking. There were 50 people that were arrested and charged as a result of that operation. The drug traffickers were distributing the drugs to the Wiregrass region as well as other parts in Florida and Alabama. Drugs that were seized were methamphetamines, cocaine, fentanyl, heroin, and marijuana. The Jackson County Sheriff's Office says that the amount of fentanyl that was seized was enough to kill 1.3 million people. And the library wars continue over sexually explicit materials that are being put out for teenagers and children in the name of LGBTQ Pride Month. Now a father in Fairhope has taken action, telling 1819 News that he checked out 25 of those books that were on display so they wouldn't fall into the hands of teenagers. Zach Miller says several parents have taken this type of action in regard to to ensuring that no teenagers can check out the titles. Miller says that Christians need to start thinking strategically and take action rather than talk about it, since it's about protecting the minds and hearts of children. You can read more about Miller's story written by 1819 News reporter Erica Thomas at 1819news.com. In national news, June is the month when U.S. Supreme Court rulings start being released. On Thursday, the High Court ruled 5-4 to four against the Navajo Nation when it comes to a water battle going on in the state of Arizona. The lawsuit questioned whether the state and federal government should be meeting the water needs of the Navajo Nation, as interpreted by an 1868 treaty when the Indian Reservation was first created. The Supreme Court determined that the U.S. has no duty to farm the land, mine the minerals, harvest the timber, build roads or bridges, and they also applied this logic to water systems. Justice Neil Gorsuch dissented with the majority opinion, saying that the tribe was not asking for these affirmative steps to be taken by the government, but for the U.S. to identify the water rights that they are holding for the Navajo Nation. On Thursday, the Senate voted and rejected a bill by one vote that came from the U.S. House. That bill would have changed the Biden administration's new rule on pistol braces. The Republican-controlled House bill would have reclassified pistols with these braces as short-barreled rifles. The new rule is coming from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives and was finalized this past January, sparking Republicans to call it an infringement on the Second Amendment. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy sponsored the Senate bill, saying the ATF is just a backdoor for more government smothering regulations. Democrats say the pistol braces have been used in mass shootings. Also in the U.S. House, Republicans voted and passed a resolution to censure California Democrat Adam Schiff for his promotion of the Russia collusion hoax against Donald Trump. Republicans on the House Ethics Committee are now required to look into Schiff's actions of claiming there was clear evidence that Trump colluded with Russia during the 2016 presidential election. Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna of Florida is the one who initiated the resolution against Schiff. Luna originally had a $16 million fine included in that resolution. However, Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey maintains that such a step would be unconstitutional. So Luna took that part out, gaining more Republican votes In favor on the second time around. In response to all of this, Schiff took to the House floor saying the censure is a badge of honor to him. Big news coming from the House Ways and Means Committee when it comes to Hunter Biden, the president's son. Hunter started out this week announcing a guilty plea to tax evasion with federal prosecutors as part of a plea deal that will keep him out of jail. Committee Chairman Jason Smith held a meeting on Thursday after committee members voted and approved the release of documents and testimony from an IRS whistleblower about the extent of Hunter Biden's tax violations to avoid paying on foreign revenue
1: streams. The testimony we released today shows the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that included attempt to evade or defeat tax, a felony, fraud or false statements, a felony, and willful failure to file returns, supply information, or pay tax. These tax crimes cover an estimated $2.2 million in unreported tax on global income streams to Mr. Biden and his associates from Ukraine, Romania, and China.
0: And when it comes to President Joe Biden... Chairman Smith dropped this little piece of information.
1: Whistleblowers say reoccurring unjustified delays pervaded the investigation, including an authenticating a WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden demands payment from Chinese officials, noting that his father is in the room. And some
0: very disturbing news is coming out about a social media site for gamers called Discord. That site is being identified as a hub for child sexual exploitation. NBC News is reporting that the chat rooms are being commandeered by groomers and pedophiles who are coercing or extorting the children into sending sexually explicit images. There have been 165 cases of adults being prosecuted for kidnapping, grooming and sexual assault of children all through the initial use of Discord. The senior vice president of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children told NBC that the social media platform started in 2015 and now has grown to 150 million users, with reports of child sexual exploitation growing by 474 percent between 2021 and 2022. A person connected to the Ocean Gate mini-submarine is now confirming that those on board have died since debris from that submarine has been found in the area where it first went off the radar. David Mearns is a rescue expert who spoke on Sky News.
1: There's a WhatsApp group between ourselves and the Explorers Club that we've all been connected to as soon as this happened. The message that they're telling me, if you're talking about debris, it was a landing frame and a rear cover from the submersible.
0: You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama.
1: Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been the Daily Detail. For
0: more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.